Oh, Josinko, are you ready, dude? That's good enough for me. The boys are back in the studio with week three of the NFL pre-draft talks. That's right. And do you want to go ahead and tell us what team we're opening up today with the great, the good, and the garbage? Trash, but yeah. Um, not speaking about this team. Um, honestly, I'm going to put this team at good, which is the Denver Broncos. Um Last year, they didn't have such a great season. Everybody was hoping big with uh, Ru- Russell Wilson. Almost at Westbrook. Wrong sport. Uh- <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, a little, a little off. But, hey, we're, we're going to keep it pushing. <laughs> um, but everybody had big hopes for him coming in at quarterback. You know, I uh, heard some people may were making some big bets on it saying that he's going to lead them to the Super Bowl because that's what Peyton Manning did. Uh, turns out you guys just lost all your money. Um <laughs> Uh, but other than that, I think that they're going to be good because of the new head coach they have coming in, which is? That would be Sean Payton. That's right. And he's bringing some of the Saints with him, too. Oh, yeah? He brought Marquez Callaway. Indeed he did. Um, but which is crazy because I didn't think he was going to come back from coach or come back from his like little retirement so early. So I was like, this is going to be interesting, especially coaching a whole different team. Yeah, I mean, he's seen a team that really needed help, and he dove in there to be that Superman for him. I think they're going to have a really good turnaround on the season. As long as he can get Russell Wilson looking like he did with the Seahawks, they'll be fine. They have plenty of weapons. They did dump Phillip Lindsay to the XFL recently, as we talked about on our past XFL videos. But uh, they got some AJ Perrine. I did see that, yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, let's Shout a tear for my boy there. Yeah, let's talk about him, though. I mean, you know, being a Bengals fan and he's the next Bengals running back now, like, how do you feel about Samaj P. Ryan as, like, a running back in general? Do like, you think it's a good move for Denver, or? I mean, for Denver, I think it's a good move. He proved to himself that he was a good running back when we stood him in there, uh, typically on the third down runs and, you know, picking up what we needed to after uh, Mixon was tired out or too busy thugging on the side. So, uh, I mean, he was a pretty good running back for us. Uh, We're going to have to figure out something else for our running backs in Cincinnati. But I think for Denver, with him and Javante Williams, who they still have, I think it's going to be a good little running back duo they got there. That's the other thing is, like, what about – what about Javante Williams, though? He, you know, went out last season. Um, I mean, what does this make of him? Is he going to come back and be a great running back, or is he just going to be injury prone now? And, like, do you think Denver might go after a running back in the draft? Uh, you know, I mean, they, they might, but I believe that they have some other things that they should be worried about first before running backs. I think that with Samaj Perine and Javante Williams back there, maybe one more running back for depth, either off free agency or coming in from the draft, I don't think that's a potential spot that they should be heavily looking into. I think I'm looking to quarterback before I look into running back. Backup-wise, I would say, yeah. I mean, towards the end of the season, I think Russell Wilson will start finally getting his head on straight. I mean, not saying that you know, like he was playing awful, but like he, I mean, he was playing awful, but it wasn't like he wasn't paying attention to film. He wasn't reading the plays. I think with it just being a whole new team and a whole new area for him, it, it was a lot harder on him. That's very possible, you know, but uh, I mean, seeing the weapons that he had last year versus the weapons he's going to have this year, 
not too much has changed. He's still got Cortland Sutton. He's still got Jerry Judy. We seen Greg Dulcich last year. He seems like a pretty decent tight end option. They did add Marquez Callaway, but they also lost KJ Hamler during this offseason because he's out for four to six months. He tore a peck. Oh, man. Well, I guess it was uh, good picking up Marquez Callaway and stepping in. Uh, what about uh, Tim Patrick? Anything on him? You know, I mean, he did decent for when he stood in for the Denver Broncos last year, but he also wasn't one of their main guys that they always had on the field. He was one of their fourth wide receiver type deals, you know, maybe mm-hmm. like one of the backups to the starters. However, he did show out when he did play. I think that there's a lot of development that can be made with him, but it's just whether they actually developed him throughout the offseason or not. Okay. So I gave you my opinion. I think the Broncos are going to be good. I think with Sean Payton coming in as head coach, I feel like he can at least lead them to the playoffs if they can, if he can get this team situated together. You know, he's definitely already came in, made a bunch of moves defensively on the line. I've seen a couple of other moves that he's made too. It seems like he is cutting out the the rotten fruits that he don't like on the team, the people that he don't think fits his scheme of style. He is replacing those people already. He's making a lot of moves. So to me, that's a good sign that they're going to be trending in the right direction. However, after a garbage last season, ending 5-12, to I would need to see Russell Wilson actually pull his head together and become a leader again for the Denver Broncos like he was in Seattle. Right now, I'm going to put him right in between a garbage and a good. I'm going to put him in a low good, though. Low good? Okay. Uh, quick little side note about Broncos, though, before we carry on to the next team. Uh, General Manager John Elway, he is stepping down as GM because he said, I don't have the desire to climb another mountain. So when I heard that, I was like, your boy Payne Manning is about to step in and take over Denver. So I feel like that's a good thing, too, coming in. So. I mean, yeah, that's that's very possible. You said Peyton Manning. Is that like 100% or I'm not too sure. I just know that there? it was – I know it was in the talks a long time ago about okay. who could take over this team. I mean, yeah, obviously Peyton Manning, you know, he's he's been in the game before. Everybody loves him. He's a beloved quarterback of the NFL. I wouldn't mind seeing him jump on that team as a GM, but – yeah. So, um, but after all that, uh, let's get into this next team, which I got is the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. Let's ride to the Buffalo Bills. Um, if you are a Buffalo's Bill fan, I am, I'm going to apologize for you guys because like, it's really got to suck going so far into the playoffs and then just losing each year now. I think it's three in a row. So, I believe so. Yeah. Even after the overtime, after, you know, you guys talked about switching up the overtime rules they get switched still didn't make it um you know even getting stefan diggs and i hear that he's getting upset about it so you guys gotta do something or you guys gonna probably lose your top wide receiver yeah i mean you went ahead and brought up stefan diggs so i'll go ahead and throw in what i had about him in here he did catch two thirds of his targets last season for almost 1500 receiving yards on 11 touchdowns. That's not a bad season for their star wide receiver. No. 1,500 yards generated is always good. They do got Gabe Davis. They got Dawson Knox. Josh Allen is a solid quarterback. 
Oh, for sure, without a doubt. He had 4,000 passing yards last year and 35 touchdowns with 762 rushing, which is still more than most running backs in the NFL last year. Well, speaking about running backs, um, what Buffalo did do is they got rid of Devin Singletary and they signed Damian Harris. Now, to me, I feel like that's not really a big sign because you still got Naeem Hines, and you still got your rookie, James Cook, who is related to Davlin Cook. I'm really hoping for big things for James Cook. I hope that he takes over the workload and that they use Damian Harris as like a goal line back, maybe. See, you brought the fact that James Cook was related to Dalvin Cook into it. But if you ask me, Dalvin Cook was really good his first year, and ever since then, he's been okay. Well, yeah, well, when you look at it last year when James Cook played, he didn't really get the workload. That no, no, his brother. Had. I'm sorry, did I say James Cook? I meant no, Dalvin no, no, Cook I'm saying James okay, Cook. Okay, okay, okay. I'm saying that because you said Dalvin Cook was great his first year. Right. Well, when you look so at James Cook. So it's the reverse because he ain't do too hot. He didn't get the chance because they still fair. had Devin Singletary playing in the lead role. They did. But they now did. since they got rid of Devin, I think that they should give it to James. So do you think after they got rid of Singletary uh, towards the end of the season there and they traded for the Hines, or yeah, traded for Naheem Hines, do you think that that seen any type of shift in the running back room last season at all? Well, I think you got it mixed up. They didn't trade Singletary. They traded Zach I Moss. Yeah, I didn't mean trade. I meant when you seen the, the release of Singletary. Not the, not the release, but the trade of Naheem Hines. Do you think that affected? Like, do you think Hines went above James Cook even after being no, traded because if the you team see, last year? If you watched in the games, no, because they only used Hines as a special uh, teams guy. I ain't no Buffalo Bills fan, son. I ain't watching that game. So, <laughs> so they only used Hines as a special teams guy. Now, am I saying that going into this year, will Hines probably take the number two role? I don't know. Could Hines take the number one role? I don't know. Uh, Damian Harris? I mean, it's all going to be a fight right now in the offseason to take that number one role. But for the person I think deserves it is James Cook. He's younger. He's got fresher legs. As Damian Harris, he's injury prone. Naeem Hines is getting up there in age. And he's a great special teams guy. So why not keep him as special teams? I like the way your thought process is there. I don't, I don't mind the way you're thinking for the team. Uh, you got any notes about maybe their defense at all? Their defense is fine. I mean, I feel like they just they re-signed uh, Jordan Poyer. Uh, they re-signed Vaughn Miller. So, I mean, their whole defense is completely fine. It's just... DeMar Hamlin is trending in the right direction to play next season if he wants to. So, that's good news for him as well. That is very good news, especially after the, uh, you know... I don't want to say shocking, but the scare, basically, that happened oh, that, that was shocking, what happened at Paycor Stadium. It was, it was honestly, like, jaw-dropping and scary to see something like that. Like, but talking about that, actually, you know, it was, like, really great seeing the, all the NFL community and everybody around the world, you know, coming together and just, you know, uplifting Damar Hamler. Hamlin, not Hamler, sorry. Um... So, honestly, I feel like that tells you that, you know, football is America's sport. I mean, I don't watch any other sports, but... We talked about this last week, Chris. The Rednecks are going to get mad at you, dude. You better <laughs> chill, man. So, they'll be all right. I'm sure they watch some team. Um, <laughs> yeah. They're all going to be watching Houston next year when they're better than the Cowboys. They're going to be like, yeah, we switch. <laughs> Different Texas team, baby. Um, 
But back to the Bills, one other thing I did see is that they did release Isaiah McKenzie. Um, honestly, was a decent wide receiver. Not too sure what they're going to do to fill in that spot, but I guess we'll see what happens because, like you said, they still got uh, Diggs and Davis, and they still have Knox, so we'll see what happens. They do have Knox, who uh, averaged more than 10 yards a catch last year, which is always a great sign for a tight end. We love seeing that from them. At least I do anyways. Those are the tight ends I go for in fantasy. But, I mean, yeah, with the, the, the loss of Isaiah McKenzie and the fact that Gabe Davis only caught half of his targets last year, he's seen under a 1,000-yard season. They're going to have to find some type of depth for that team if they want Josh Allen to continue having 4,000-plus passing yard seasons. This is the only way that's going to work. Yeah, um, but with you saying all that, where would you put the bills on your uh, great, good, or garbage? I'm going to put them at a low good because so far they've proved that they're nothing more than the Minnesota Vikings in a different division. That's crazy. (laughs) That's so true, but crazy. I didn't even think about that. Um, So I'm going to go with what you said, but reverse it. I'm going to put it at a high good because you're going in – to a new season. Granted, you lost the AFC champion or lost in the AFC division three times in a row in the playoffs. Um, but you're going in with a different running back, different style of a running back. Um, and we're not too sure where this slot receiver is going to be or who it's going to be. Um, so I'm going to put them at a high good because they proved that they can make it to the playoffs. They just have to prove to themselves that they can make it further in the playoffs. I'm going to retract my statement. I meant to say low great. Okay. So I'm going to do a high good. Because, but yes. Because yeah. they can, can make it to the playoffs, well. make it a little bit further in the playoffs, but they can't make it just past that second game. Get your stuff together. So Got to get together, Bills. This is crazy. So let's head up north a little bit. Uh, let's go to Detroit. Detroit has came a long way. Dan Campbell has brought this team and – honestly brought this team together and made it a better team so congrats to dan campbell on taking such a team that would lose had the lowest record and now bring them up from last season to where they had a great record for themselves yeah i mean after such a terrible season before coming coming back with nine and eight you know you can't be mad at that necessarily uh he needs to work on his his players gambling addictions i'll say because yeah. right now he's out four players. Well, well, we'll get into that just a minute because I got a few updates on that. Oh, boy. All right. So, uh, but what I want to say is that their running back situation, they, I'm not too sure if they've re-signed. Uh, I don't know if you knew who it was, but it was a, their third string running back who is Craig Reynolds, decent running back. Uh, if you guys watched it during, um, watched him during, the uh, Hard Knocks uh, episodes during the offseason, I believe. Uh, Craig Reynolds was a great running back for third string. So since they now got rid of, or released, I don't want to say get rid of, but released Jamal Williams, you still got DeAndre Swift. And if you bring in Craig Reynolds, I feel like it's going to be a good duo. Um, they also picked up David Montgomery, so I'm not too sure. I'm not set on David Montgomery, though. You're seeing not how set he, on David Montgomery, huh? Seeing what happened to him in Chicago, I don't think it's going to be good. I think they just put him on the back burner in Chicago. They didn't let that man work his magic. And when he did work his magic, he got injured. I mean, that's fair, but like, hey, give the boy time. 
I mean, granted, injuries, if you look at Saquon Barkley, injuries can go either good or bad for you. Yeah, I mean, they honestly, their team's full of injury-prone players, though. I mean, they got him on Ross St. Brown, who seems to be their most consistent wide receiver, which I'm oh, sorry, definitely. but that ain't saying the most after he's only proven himself for one season. They got Khalif Raymond, who isn't terrible, but he was in and out of games. They got Josh Reynolds, who is injury-prone. Mm-hmm. Marvin Jones, he's getting up there in age. He's injury prone. Yeah. They had TJ Hawkinson, who was injury prone last year, and then they shipped him off to Minnesota. So now they got a weak spot at tight end as well that they got to fix. I think they're going to use their rookie. Uh, last name is Wright. I don't remember his first name, hmm. but uh, I believe he was doing decent for them as well. So. He did okay, but that boy wasn't but no during, TJ but Hawkinson. That tra- well, that, you got to think about it. That trade was during like midseason, so. Uh, the rookie didn't get to see as much field time as you would think. Yeah, I mean, that, that's so. a good point, I guess. He's got more time for de- development excuse me, through this offseason. So, now that we were just talking about the offense, let's talk about the defense, so where they did get to sign C.J. Gardner-Johnson from the Eagles. Uh, I feel like that's a big step for their defense, honestly. That is a really good pickup for them, especially after they just lost one of their main defensive players. I can't remember who that is at the moment, but they traded him away, I believe. And uh, so they needed a position there. We're yeah, going to get to um, that team and that name later, though, so I'm going to remember. <laughs> I got you. Um, but, yeah, I feel like it was a big step, um, especially with Aiden Hutchinson still having a great season and I feel like that helped a lot too just last season he was a really good pickup for their team as long as he can keep showing out for them I think the Detroit Lions are going to have a pretty solid defense you know it's not all around going to be the best out there however it will be a good one to go up against and they will put up tough games yeah, I feel like they will put up tough games now since last season. They know that what they can do or see what they can do uh, as a team. And when all they're all, when they're all in sync and everything, ready to play with their hearts, it shows what this team can actually do. So um, let's get into that gambling problem that you were talking about earlier. Quite a few updates on that. Um, so Jamison Williams, their uh, rookie, from Alabama, who got to play just a little bit last season. Didn't really He's get to see got the ball. one catch, and he now has one suspension in his NFL career. And that suspension is costing him six games because he violated the gambling NFL policy. And honestly, rookie mistake. You you gotta literally, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, you gotta keep you gotta keep your head on straight, man. Knowing that you're about to play next season in the NFL, you don't go and do something stupid like that. Um, and honestly, I just feel like, why would you want to gamble anyways? You're making good money. Like, I do not understand that. Why would you want to go and gamble, making good money? I mean, especially knowing the rules. It's almost like insider trading for stocks, which I feel is why they try to stop that stuff. But, yeah, I mean, I don't understand why you're making, you know, hundreds of thousands a year at least. At least. At minimal. You're making hundreds of thousands. What do you need to gamble for? Yeah. Um, Another update with this uh, violation, though. Safety CJ Moore and wide receiver Quantas Cephas was suspended indefinitely. There you go. But, But... They both just got released. 
Yeah, C.J. Moore. C.J. Moore, that's why they had to... Yeah, that's why Gardner Johnson was such an important pickup. He was their safety. Exactly. That's that's, that's what you were thinking about? That's the name uh, I was missing, dude. Okay, but yeah, they both just got released, too. Yeah, I did hear about that. They they just so happened to be released uh, almost as soon as the... Well, I'm sure they found out the before news, it got posted. Yeah, broke so. out. Um, let's uh, fly over into the next team, though. And by fly, I mean let's talk about the New York Jets. Right Boy, on. do we have a huge alert, though, that just happened last night. Two. If we would have made this video any sooner, we wouldn't even have had this news. I know. Um, so, honestly, I'm going to let you open up with this. All right. Well, see, as of last week, if we would have recorded this, we wouldn't have had any news on who's going to be starting a quarterback next year for New York. But as of yesterday, the New York Jets finally got the trade done with the Green Bay Fudge Packers, and they got Aaron Rodgers. That's right. The Jets got Aaron Rodgers, but what did it cost them? <laughs> it costed them a decent amount of picks. However, they got Aaron Rodgers, dude. Hey, they're, they're going to the playoffs this year. Honestly, Brady, I got to know. How do you feel, as a Packers fan, how do you personally feel about this trade? Come on, come on, get mic'd up. Like, how do you personally feel about this trade? Like, are you upset? Are you mad? Are you, like, okay with it? On the inside, guys, he's low-key hurting <laughs> because he's stuck with Jordan Love right now. <laughs> I was about to say, I have never heard anybody <coughs> mean it when they say do what makes you happy. <laughs> Um, so, well, here's another heartbreaking thing for the Green Bay Packers. Um, so for the Green Bay Packers fans, here's another heartbreak for you. Alan Lazard also got signed a four year deal with the Jets as well. So there, I mean, honestly, there you go. You got a good package with Aaron Rodgers and Alan Lazard, let alone you got Garrett Wilson, um, Elijah Moore got traded, so he's not there anymore, though. But you got Garrett Wilson. He didn't do anything for New York when he was with them. Well, that's because of Zach Wilson. I believe we already talked about Well, I mean, yeah, but, oh, did you see Zach Wilson was going to make them regret their decision for the next 20 years? I don't even feel like the dude has tw- Aaron Rodgers has 20 years, so. <laughs> I mean, that's fair, but, like, dude, that's, that's what Zach Wilson thinks he's about to do. Yeah, until In all reality, to- they just want They're gonna him drop to Zach learn Wilson. from Aaron Rodgers. First practice, first practice, Zach Wilson says something under his breath, and he's like, what? You're fired. <laughs> Dude, if you ask me, though, like these quotes that keep coming from Zach Wilson are showing me that his head isn't where it needs to be with that team. It seems like he just thinks everybody's out to get him. Mm-hmm. I highly doubt that's the case. Your coach said that they still have faith in you. They want to see you progress. They got Aaron Rodgers now? Yeah, sure. He's going to play next season. Sit behind him, dude. You've been in the league for, what, two, three seasons? Like, two, two seasons? It, yeah, I believe that's it. So this third season, just learn from Aaron Rodgers, dude. You're not going to be sitting behind him that long like like our cameraman Brady said back there. He's going to play for one year, maybe <laughs> two, and then be done. If he, makes it, if he takes the Jets to the playoffs and really far into the playoffs, I see a, another year of Aaron Rodgers in New York. Dude, I mean, with, like you said, Aaron Rodgers signing there, Alan Lazard going there, 
They got McCall Hardman. They got Denzel Mims. They got CJ Uzoma still. I would like to see him a lot more involved on the New no, York say, Yeah, this offense, offense is stacked. I mean, they got Brees Hall. Who's coming Ty back? Ty Johnson, I believe they still have. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they still got Michael Carter. And I'm not sure about Bam Knight, but we've seen Zion I'm Knight not too sure. Uh, come off the practice squad last year. Yeah, and he looked just they as might good have as the rest uh, of got rid of Michael Carter just to keep Knight on the active roster. I would have. So in a heartbeat, I'm not too sure. Like I'm not too sure either. But I mean, I yeah, I agree with you. I would do the same thing. But yeah, this offense is stacked this year. I mean, just to let alone, I mean, the Jets last year with Mike White that were showing great potential. So the I mean, offense is stacked, but the defense is just as stacked, dude. I feel like the Jets are putting their puzzle pieces together, and they're going to be a scary team next year. I say it's going to probably be a weird season. I mean, you got Detroit coming up, you got the Jets coming up, Jaguars are coming up. It's like teams that you would normally not see in the playoffs that you might see in the playoffs now. Yeah, I'm going to have to move the 7-10 and 10 Jets from last season up to a high good, low great just because of the moves they've made this offseason. I see high potential for the team next season. I agree with you. I, I honestly do agree with you. Um, it's going to be a high good, low great. Just with adding Aaron Rodgers, uh, definitely help boost that up because it settles our quarterback situation. So, Sorry, Zach Wilson. So now we're going to soar over Aaron to Rogers' mom's not still <clears throat> So let's oh, let's, let's soar over to this next team stop and get a Philly cheesesteak cuz we're about to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles. Sounds good right about now. <laughs> Dude, don't do that to me. I ain't ate dinner yet. Jeez. Um not a whole lot with the Eagles besides, you know, making uh, some extensions going on. Jason Kelsey's coming back for another year. He had to. Fletcher Cox is coming back for another year. He had to. So, I mean, uh, they did sign Rashard Penny after losing Miles Sanders. I don't know what this is doing for them, though, because Penny obviously didn't hold that. I mean, he got injured, but he obviously uh, didn't come back and take over for Seattle again because they released him. Um, I mean, yeah, but you got to think they had uh, Kenneth Walker come in next year or last year. I'm sorry. I don't know what's yeah. next year. Last year, and he killed it for him. So they didn't really see a need to put which I don't uh, blame him. a more injury-prone yeah. running back in but there. The reason why I say I don't know what this does for the Eagles is because the Eagles are looking into – well, I'm not going to say they are. It's rumored they're looking into Derrick Henry. And there's a possibility that Bijan uh, Robinson can drop down to the Eagles, and that's who they'll pick up. I've heard that I think AJ Brown was calling for Derrick Henry to to head to Philly, if I remember right. I haven't heard too much other speculation on that. I have heard that it's looking like Derrick Henry wants to stay in Tennessee. Here's my thing, though: if I was Derrick Henry, I would want to go to the Eagles over staying with Tennessee. Not just because they're now a garbage team but because Derrick Henry knows he's getting most of the workload Derrick Henry is also getting close to 30 that's good for his career stats though that's good for fantasy player stats hey don't try to drag me through the mud dude but you gotta look at it this as like being Derrick Henry almost being 30 your body's been getting beat up because you've been carrying most of the workload well, here you go. If you go to Philly, you're not going to carry most of that workload because it's a pass team. Jalen Hurts is young enough to – he scrambles the ball. 
So why wouldn't you want to take this deal where you're going to be less of the workload, but you're still going to get the ball too as a starter? It, it is a pass team to a certain extent. However, there were other quarterbacks in the league that put up a lot more passing yards than AJ. Whoa, what? Then Jalen Hurts did this year. He put up under 4,000. So there was, I think, at least four or five other quarterbacks who didn't get $255 million deals that were over 4,000. But it didn't matter. Because A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith both killed it. They had 1,000-plus yards exactly. receiving so on the season. And Miles Sanders was there to pick up exactly what else they needed with the extra 1,000, I think 500 or close to it, rushing yards he had last season and the rushing yards that Jalen Hurts put in there. That was all enough. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying is that it wouldn't just be all Derrick Henry, though. Yeah, I think that they're more of a centered team yeah. than heavy pass. Especially with the fact that they got Rashad Penny. They got Kenneth Gainwell still there. And they got they, Boston Scott, too. They do have Boston Scott for depth. He comes in every once in a while. He's like, I don't know. He's been hanging around that team for like five, six years, but he's never really done too much. Well, I mean, it's a team that potentially can get you a ring, so. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, he's riding it out. Um, what do you uh, – are you ready to say what you got them sitting at next year? Or? I'm going to put them at great. I mean, making it to the Super Bowl with just what you had and then – I mean, Miles Sanders, he did have a great year that year, uh, well, last season. Um, so, honestly, you bring in Bijan Robinson, you bring in Derrick Henry, you're still going to have your same wide receivers, you're still going to have your same tight end, same offensive line, uh, defensive line, same defense because they did re-sign Darius Slay. Did we talk about how they got Dallas Goddard? They still got him? Yeah. Okay. Well, we didn't talk about say, it, but, like, yeah, they still got yeah, him. Yep, yeah, I was going to um, say, that's, that's another good player that you got to answer. I do him, hope, though. Say, we can't skip over him. I do hope, though, that Jalen Hurts do not get injured because if you do, your backup will not save this team. They signed Marcus Mariota as a backup after losing Gardner Minshew. Yeah, Mariota is not the guy you want to go to after losing the stash, man. That is not it. But Stash came here, didn't he? Yeah, he is here in India. Yeah, he is. That's right. So, I was happy to see that. Yeah, he he knows that he's as a backup as of right now. Hey. Because they don't know how well the rookie's going to be. Stash got power, dude. So, I mean. Yeah, he said 255. Yeah, a little steep if you ask me. But if he can Goes to the up, Super Bowl one time and it's like. Let's pay the man. That's exactly <laughs> how I see it, too, honestly. If you ask me, you're going to have to prove yourself another season, son. But um, back to when I was talking about the offensive line, same. So, like, yeah, I'm putting them at great. You're having the same offense, and you're going to have the same defense because, for one, they re-signed Darius Slay after releasing him. I thought that was wild. Yeah, I, um, he thought he was gone, too, dude. <laughs> yeah. And then they also re-signed James Bradbury for another season. Those two on your corners, I feel like you couldn't be better. I mean, granted, James Bradbury is uh, a veteran. You know, it's just he still has the quick feet. He still has the hands and the, like, I don't know, uh, footwork, I would have to say, to stick with the wide receivers. So, Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and put him at probably an all-around low grade again. Uh, 
that's where a lot of these teams are really sitting for me for for the ones that are all up there in uh, records from last season yeah. at least. But I mean, I would almost say like a, a, a decent decent grade, I guess, since they went so far. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> go with a, a a middle grade. You know. They got to prove themselves. They got to reprove themselves to me. I think that they didn't win. They didn't blow out enough opponents last year to show me that their record's going to look exactly the same last year. They, they had some slipping points, and they fell off sometime throughout the season. They got to show me that they're going to stick together the entire season. We'll be solid. I got you. All right, so let's uh, soar down south a little bit, um, and we're going to talk about Atlanta, you know, the ATL. So let's get into talking about the Falcons, where Mariota, who we just talked about, was the QB1, and now he is QB2 again for Philly, but uh, to make up for that, the Falcons signed Taylor Heineke. They did sign Taylor Heineke, who made the Commanders look good. So first of all, he's got to be decent, dude, Mm -hmm. because it's hard to make them look good. Um, But... I don't know if you heard, Desmond Ritter is said to be the starting quarterback. To start that wouldn't the be bad. I mean, having a rookie back there wouldn't be bad. But also having Taylor Heineke start wouldn't be bad either. So either way, I feel like, you know, your rookie's going to come in. He's going to have his rookie mistakes. He is. Um, but having Heineke back there to help him out, I feel like it's, a little, it's really good. I think he can definitely learn from Heineke. I, I think that, uh, I mean, you know, he did get a little bit of experience last season. Maybe not starting, I'm not too sure about. But he at least got in and on the field, showed what he could do to a certain extent. Uh, I think this year is going to be more showing exactly what he's made of now that he's going to get that spotlight from what I've heard so far. Yeah. And, and if he starts I mean, messing up that spotlight, then, well, they got a backup, dude. And... He's, he's coming for your spot. And, I mean, having Kyle Pitts and then having a rookie, Drake London, it's going to probably work out for the best for either quarterback, though. Yeah, I mean, Kyle Pitts should be looking for a more consistent year. They are expecting Drake London to pop off this season a lot better than what he did last season. They picked up Matt Collins from uh, the Raiders, and they got Scotty Miller from Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. which those two, you know, aren't terrible. They're somewhat known names but scotty miller's a little older other than that they got a bunch of unproven wide receivers to my knowledge they got a Kadero hodge frank darby who i believe might have played for the 49ers at one time sounds familiar but i'm not sure and they got a jared bernhardt i mean outside of those guys i'm not too sure who's good on wide receivers but with drake london and kyle pitts in there and a couple more people for depth. I think they're looking at a decent wide receiver core for the season as long as their quarterback's solid. Yeah, and I feel like they're good on their quarterback situation right now, um, but where I'm going to put them at is garbage, though. They, I mean, after the Mariota, you know, you know, experiment, it didn't work out for you well, real well. Um, your offense just was not there completely as you guys are building your offense though. So let me, okay, let me rephrase this. I'm going to say a high garbage. Like you're almost good. You're hot garbage. (laughs) Got it. So you're almost good because you're now finding out about, you know, Tyler Algier, who's a good running back, as you can tell at the end of the season. They was, they was starting rushing by the end of the season. Mm -hmm. So Cordell Patterson and Tyler Algier was really working back there. So, and then there's another thing. Like, if you got Algier playing really well, 
at running back. You can now put Cordero out at wide receiver with Drake London, though. Yeah, you can because that boy's got hands. So, and he's really tall. So he's built almost like a tight end. Yeah. So, I feel like you guys can be potentially good. You just got to show me that you can be good. That's all I'm saying. But your defense, however, did improve because you guys did get Colias Campbell to go with uh, Grady Jarrett, I believe is his name. Uh, yeah, I believe that's who they got back there. So you guys did sign seven foot Colias Campbell for the defensive tackle. Yeah, they did get a monster back there. They also got Bud Dupree going. Yeah, I was, for I was linebacker say that next. position, former Titan uh, Steeler. He's gonna kill it for him, I would say. He's a decent player for their team and a definitely uh Did you a say Titan as well? I, yeah. I heard the Steeler part. I didn't know here it's Titan part. Yeah, former Titan and Steeler. Had to had to mention both the names. Yeah. <laughs> but they also got Jeff Akuda, which is why I was talking about how Detroit was lacking a little bit on their defense. They need a couple improvements probably. But they also Detroit's got four different uh picks within the first two rounds to to make something shake with that. Yeah. Now um, now for them. Their defensive upgrades with Jeff Akuda and Jesse Bates. I need a moment of silence for that one. <laughs> Take the hats off and just, just look up. Because I'm going to miss Jesse Bates. He was definitely a great safety for you. But I think he's going to kill it in ATL. So, I feel like adding Jesse Bates doesn't affect that the fact they released Casey Hayward. So feel like they got that backfield taken care of but that's what they did do is release Casey Hayward at first I was like uh, I mean he was a good defensive player for you guys and then uh, also realizing that they got Jesse Bates was like eh, I mean it's not that bad so yeah I mean they definitely started uh, building their defense up a little bit better uh, I liked some of the moves that they made as far as their uh, line goes I've seen I think two improvements on that Two little like uh, switch outs, dropping some players, adding some more, signing some big contracts. Mm -hmm. But like, uh, you put them at a hot garbage. I think I'm gonna put them at a low good. Basically, what I'm doing is having them basically sign a prove it to me deal, a prove it deal. Like, if you want to be good, prove it to me. Prove it, dude. That's what he's saying. Desmond Ritter, Drake London, Kyle Pitts. Prove it, dude. Just, just prove it. So. We right. need we need you guys to like uh, show up to the studio to prove. So it what up. did you say you're putting them at a low good? I'm gonna put them at a low good if they if they get any uh, if they actually prove themselves I'll put them at like a medium good. <laughs> okay, I told I mean like I would put them at a good, but it's just like after seeing last season the just also the coaching just wasn't good. Yeah, I mean it was kind of a mess really. I think that they got a lot to work on. They seem very uncoordinated as a team. Very. Uh, it didn't seem like they had good chemistry going. So, mm -hmm. we'll see how that built in the offseason. But, so, right now, yeah, they're sitting on the lower end of the totem pole. So, um, let's, uh, you know, head to the AFC South, though, and talk about the Texans. Um, they did not have a good season as they get the number two pick in the draft. Uh, thanks to Lovey Smith. Yeah. Yeah, thanks to him. But uh, talking about Lovey Smith, he's been canned, and they brought in a new head coach called, uh, his name is D'Amico Ryan. Woo. D'Amico Ryan, dude. He's making moves. He got Devil Sing oh, Jesus, Devin Singletary there. He did. He got Dalton Schultz there. 
He did. He got Noah Brown there. Yeah, that's crazy. He got two other te- – uh, well, not – okay, not the NFL team, but two other Texans from Dallas to come over to Houston. Exactly. Uh, Texas is just kind of swapping teams right now. And then we're going we're gonna to tune back into the uh, NFL season, and the Cowboys is going to be uh, the Houston Roughnecks roster. I was just about to say something about XFL and NFL. It's going to say, like, by the end of the season, say the Texans are – you know, this is hypothetically speaking. Say the Texans just don't uh, make it to the playoffs. They now have to play the Roughnecks to for who gets to keep Houston. <laughs> that, hey, that, that would be pretty entertaining if you ask me. I mean, but you're talking about not making the playoffs. We're just talking about all these weapons that they've added. They got my boy Damian Pierce who killed it last season. I still don't think they're going to be anything if they don't fix that quarterback issue. Davis Mills, Case Keenum, they are not the answer, dude. No, That's they are not. That's a huge quarterback issue thing. for them. Here's the thing. If they do not go after a quarterback with your second pick overall, you got to be the dumbest team to ever be in the draft. Especially after seeing the uh, moves that they've made this offseason just fit for a new quarterback to actually come in there. They obviously seen last year they needed one. So seeing that they did do, or D'Amico made a lot of moves. So I do feel that D'Amico is going to make the right move in the draft. Uh, like you said, they got Damian Pierce as a weapon. Robert Woods, they signed as a weapon. They did lose Brandon Cooks, though. So yes, they're going to they be did. looking to fill that void. Um, well, speaking about filling that void, I think they got it filled already. Ooh, who'd they get? So, uh, if you guys have not heard recent news about the Houston Texans, Alabama's uh, wide receiver, John Mechie, who was battling leukemia last season and could not play his first season, will actually be able to play his first season in 2023. It's a high possibility, but, you know, you still got to go through your physical and all that. But um, He was suffering from acute cancer. Yeah, I think I had that in my notes, actually. Uh, all I knew was he was battling leukemia. Okay. Um, so, honestly, like, shout out to you, John Mechie. Uh, congratulations that you actually be able to play in the NFL now. It was, you know, I know it's hard to see uh, you get signed to a team and then right after that you just can't play. But, you know, hopefully you stayed in shape, man, kept pushing hard and uh, battling this uh, cancer and that you beat it. Congratulations on that. And ready to see you in the NFL and see what you can do. Be ready to see you out there if you're ready to see you out there, Duke. But that's the other weapon that they feel for Brandon Cooks. Um, my thing is, is if my prediction is true, that Frank Wright is going to go with Will Levis and shock the world with this pick. Either way, or if he went with CJ Shroud, I guarantee you Texans are getting brushed up. Okay, okay. Alabama quarterback to an Alabama wide receiver. So you think that either way, they're probably going Bryce Young unless he's taken before? I don't see Wright set on Bryce Young. All right. I like that. But I like I said, if the Texans don't like go with a quarterback, they got to be the stupidest team out there. I mean, I can definitely agree with that after saying that they got a huge quarterback issue they need to work on. I mean, they've been upgrading their line for it too, but – at the end of the day, you need somebody that can throw the ball. It's the only way to get the ball moving when uh, your run game shut down. Yeah. Because they had a great run game last year, but that was all they had, and all the teams learned that. Shut down the run game, they got nothing, dude. Yeah, and then, like, honestly, if 
I honestly feel like if they would have kept Brandon Cooks, they would have been a lot better. Adding in Robert Woods and adding in... Uh, if they would have kept Brandon Cooks, though, they probably wouldn't have been able to bring in the four good players that they brought in. On probably the not. Um, yeah, probably not. Uh, they did actually get to help out their uh, defense by bringing in Jimmy Ward from the 49ers. Uh, he was a de- decent defensive back. Yeah, he's going to be a good little pickup for him. They'll definitely notice his presence on that defense this year. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll be hearing his name during some Houston games. Oh, for sure. Um, but other than that, man, uh, I ain't really got a whole lot more on Texans besides telling you that with all their pickups, I'm going to high garbage, depending on the draft. Yeah, I mean, Damian Pierce, dude, you're a stud, but your team – I'm going to sit right at hot garbage on that, too. You need to tell them to get their head in the game, but I'm probably going to keep you in fantasy this year, so you keep killing it, dude. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I'm going to put you guys on, like, a prove-it-to-me deal to become good. So, other than that, I think we're ready to close out. I think we are done with the recap. All right, guys, as you guys know, the NFL draft is coming up on April 27th. Make sure you guys are watching us on Facebook as we are going to go live. Uh, make sure you guys are subscribed to the YouTube channel, following us on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, at Balling With The Boys. Because you know what? If you ain't balling with your boys, who you balling with? Balling. We out. That's right, guys. If you have not seen our recent TikTok, we are on Spotify now. We have three episodes up now. Make sure you guys go. Make sure you guys go check it out, and make sure you hit that follow button to keep up with all the new episodes coming out. And if you guys want to watch any of our older videos that are not on Spotify, make sure you go to our YouTube again and check those out because we didn't post all of them on Spotify, but we got the the last three up there. So, yep. And as you guys know as well, keep balling.